welcome, welcome, welcome to an- another edition of We Want to Talk About It Now. I'm Katie, and I'm sitting down with Alex today to discuss his podcast, A Year in Review. We're going to talk about the lessons that he learned, his favorite and least favorite things about podcasting, and uh, we'll see where this ends up. So, over the last year, what have you learned about podcast podcasting? It's hard. <laughs> any other any other follow up questions to that? I'd say that's probably the that's probably the biggest thing. Why it's is a it lot hard harder then? than people than people think. It costs money. You don't just start doing a podcast with crappy equipment like I did at the beginning. I bought one Yeti microphone and thought I would be able to record myself and other people with it. That had mixed results. Sometimes it worked out fine. Sound quality wasn't horrible. Then you have other instances, such as the Vietnam podcast with my dad, where he just refused to get close to the mic. And literally, I bought a second microphone just because of that. I bought a second microphone because you couldn't understand my dad. He had really great stories to tell. Don't know if you can really hear it at all. I maxed out his volume as best I could. Like That was the hardest episode to edit. Uh, But I bought a second microphone. I had him on a second time, and you still couldn't hear him. You could hear my mom just fine, but you couldn't hear my dad. Thanks, dad. <laughs> cost me $100, and you didn't even use the $100. No, I was kidding. It was fine. That was probably the hardest. The hardest thing is uh, getting quality that you like, because everyone is so used to all these podcasts that have high production value. And granted, there's a lot of like semi-professional people that, uh, that, uh, that have great podcasts or whatever that sound great. And I think mine's getting to a point where it sounds much better than it was in the past, especially when it is people that are recording in-house with me. We still have to figure out Sheila's sound because Sheila's sound is terrible. <laughs> I, I, I try to max out her sound quality wise. It's great. Sound volume wise, it's horrible. And I have no idea why that is because I'm not there working on the computer to know what could possibly. Anyways, neither here nor there. So you buy a microphone, I think, so I bought these two, and I think it was like a total of like $250. Then you have to find somewhere to host it. That sucks. It sucks finding somewhere to host because most everywhere that is a good hosting site has cap limits on how big your files can be and how much upload you can do, megabyte upload you can do in a month. And I'm not to the point yet where I know how to do small uploads. And even if I were at a point, like, I forget which one it was. It'd be like, all right, you can upload like 50, 50 megs per month. And I was putting out at the beginning, like one episode a week. And each episode would be like a hundred megabytes because I suck at compressing. I'll admit it. That's something I still haven't learned. And everyone's like, well, just do this. Just do this. I'll tell you what. I just don't have the, the bandwidth to care enough to do that. So you have it on SoundCloud which nobody would listen on. I got it onto iTunes, which not a lot of my listeners are on iTunes. I'd say like somewhere around like 30 to 40% of people I know are iPhone users. The big break for me was when Spotify finally made it easy to get your podcast on there. Thankfully, this was around the time when we had like our most popular episode go live. Which one was that? My getting expelled one. That one had the most listeners, had the most... Unique listeners, I should say. Most unique listeners and also had the most 
like somewhat people listen to 50% or more basically is another statistic that they have. That's cool. That was the highest percentage of people listening to 50% or more. Generally, if people listen to 50% or more, they're listening to the entire thing because 50% or more is 30 minutes for most of my podcasts. So if you're listening to 30 minutes, you're probably going to listen to the next 30 minutes. Anyway, so that was huge getting that on Spotify and you can just see it in the numbers. I think we have over 100 unique listeners on Spotify, 100 unique people from other things like SoundCloud, Google podcast from iTunes. Those numbers are kind of low, but like I said, this was never, this was never a podcast that was meant for uh, iPhone users. <laughs> what that means, I don't know, but that's, uh, I think the hardest part is just getting, con uh, is that getting that sound quality so that people will listen to it and then after that, because if you have terrible sound quality and a good topic, people still won't listen to it. So after that, finding the right topic has been the most difficult part as well, because I'll tell you what, the, how this podcast started out is nowhere near what it is now, where it's more of like a self-help podcast. It started off as, well, that's like, started off with a host who no longer hosts. He has a open invitation. I told him, like, hey, let me know if you ever, if there's a topic that you're ever interested, let me know. Yet to take me up on that offer, to which I interpret to mean he's not interested in doing the podcast. Totally fine. He had a kid. I'm sure his life's super busy. It's fine. And it's been great because I've been able to find tons of other people. Like, I don't, I've had 12 or more different people. It has to be more than that because I can just do it. Aaron, Ryan, Nick. So those are siblings. Mom and dad. That's just in my family. So we're at five right now. Katie, my wife. Sheila, who's definitely been on the most. You and uh, you and Sheila are probably there. Todd. Can't think of his name right now. I feel bad because... Why can't I think of his name? Jared. Sorry, Jared, if you're listening. My <laughs> Eric uh, Robinson. That was a really good one, too, when we started talking about non-subject matter for the podcast. Anyways, Trace, Parker, Sam. Thomas. So Thomas, his wife. John. Kevin Steed. John, PJ, Foss. So I'm at 19 right now. 19 people. That's not... Brandon. So 20. Man. There's been over 20 different people. Like I've had 30 episodes. And of those 30, we've had 20 people on. Then there's been people that I've... Milan, April. Then there's been a lot of episodes that haven't made the cut just because of extenuating, extenuating. No one really knows. No one knows what the right word is. And if you do, you're a liar. <laughs> the the one that I'm really disappointed that never made it was the one with Rod and his wife. It just wasn't usable. First, <laughs> like ten to fifteen minutes was great. Then we had a a whiskey break, basically. And it was what you would expect <laughs> after a whiskey break. I really wish that I could have done that one live or done that one. It just wasn't the first 10 to 15 minutes were great, but I just don't want to release a 10 to 15 minute long podcast. Yeah. But there's a lot. What's another one? An Iron Man one that I did with Brandon. Like Brandon and I, the, the idea behind this at the beginning, I think I've said this a hundred times, was it's based off the joke by Jim Gaffigan. 
he says that there's so many different subjects that he wants to talk about. And the example that he uses specifically is the movie Heat. He's like, so have you guys seen Heat? Well, I want to talk about it now. That's where the entire idea came from. I was reading the Harry Potter book, so it's going to be a very entertainment-heavy podcast. Thank heavens we moved away from that because that is horrible, horrible content unless you can provide a very polarizing opinion, which thankfully for Harry Potter, I didn't have to lie that much about. But if you listen to like the first few, it's just Brandon and I agreeing on a bunch of stuff, except for our Snape versus James Potter one that did really well. It's because him and I are under polar opposites of that debate. And it's not us being caricatures of ourselves. Like it's how we actually feel. So we almost don't do any entertainment ones anymore just because those have the shortest shelf life, I think. Like ultimately what you get is, because I learned, like we were like, all right, let's do this for like the Avengers, Age of Ultra, or I don't even know which one it was. What's the most recent one? Endgame is the next one coming out. Thanos is going to kill everyone, I think what it's called. So what? Infinity War. Infinity War, that's it. Um. The plan was like, yeah, let's go through all these movies. And like ultimately, it was like, I guess we're just given synopsis of all these movies over the last 10 years. And it really did fit in with the we want to talk about it now concept. But unfortunately, I learned from that people just aren't interested unless it's something that they really care about. Harry Potter is an easy target for me because I, I still don't get it. I could, I could probably do like hundreds of Harry Potter episodes and people would keep listening because it's just going to be, be me saying how terrible they are. But besides that, the only other entertainment one that did well was the Game of Thrones one and definitely look forward to that here in the next short while because the last season starts in April so I'm going to get on all the nerds and get people excited for it. We don't get as many listens to those as the more controversial topics, but I still really enjoy doing them because ultimately this has just become a form of socializing with me. Uh, if you hear, I just named off all these different people like, all right, let's hang out for an hour and talk about something, record it and post it. And the reason that I kind of wanted to do this right now is it's a year, the year anniversary would have been three weeks, two and a half weeks ago from the first recording that Brandon and I did, which was we did the recording for the Star Wars podcast, which is us just talking about Star Wars episode eight, I believe. Yeah, it was not the best quality. And I think that's one nice thing about doing this is I feel like I've become, become, becoming, I've become more and more self-aware of just knowing what is quality content and what isn't and i apologize to anyone who listens to like the first five episodes except for i believe the alzheimer's one the 90s alt rock one is kind of interesting because i think that's just a nostalgic play like it's fun to hear like oh yeah third eye blind was a band for anyone who forgot who third eye blind was or blind melon was a band but for the most part besides the alzheimer's one i'm not super proud of the first five episodes i did both in sound quality and content quality how long does it take to to make a podcast like one episode of a podcast well you would know you're the one who sees me editing uh well just so that other people know yeah i want everyone to know how much time alex has put into this spot on katie impression by the way (laughs) 
The minimum it takes as long as an episode is. Maximum it can... I think the worst one... No, I was able to salvage that one because... uh, The Milan, so let's talk about race episode. That one, there was a huge technical error that happened at the perfect possible time where we started talking about like the Boy Scouts for some (laughs) random reason. Somehow the Boy Scouts came up for probably... 10 to 15 minutes, and it would have taken me hours, hours to sync up the audio. So if you don't know, for those who don't know, I dual track. So right now, Katie and I are recording in GarageBand with two different mics at the same time. One thing that sucks with this is every now and then, I have no idea why, it will unsync by about 0.1 or 0.2 seconds, which creates an echo. And then it slowly starts to expand from that point one point two seconds to the point where it's an echo and it's just behind. So that's what happened on that one. Thankfully, that, that 15 minutes normally would take an hour, an hour and a half to correct. But since I could just delete it, oh, it saved me so much time. That one was still a long one to edit because we talked forever. But minimum, if it's an hour-long pa- podcast, you're looking at two hours max maybe three max of editing. So by now, at this point, I've done nearly 40 episodes, I think, some of them longer than others. I try to keep it at around an hour, but there's some that go longer than that. So you're looking at 40 hours plus 80 hours of editing, so 120 hours posting, promoting. It takes up time. And planning. Planning stuff, research, because honestly, I'm the one who does the most research. There are, there are some guests who do a really good job. I shouldn't say guests. Sometimes they're hosts that come on with me and do it. And they plan really well. And then there's other people that don't at all. And that can be a little bit frustrating for me because I'm like, I put in all this. This is basically just my passive aggressive way of letting anyone know in the future, whoever comes on the podcast, like, know what you're talking about and what you want to talk about because I create all of the outlines for the most part some people add to them some people don't because I really want it to be what other people want to talk about as well not just like all right Alex getting on a soapbox and I just have this other person here that justifies me having a platform or whatever because this podcast will never be I was thinking honestly about doing this one by myself but I really want it to always be the we and we want to talk about it now and never be like the Jim Gaffigan joke of I want to talk about it now. <laughs> Although most of the stuff is I come up with ideas like, so who'd be interested in talking about this? And then finding whoever those people that would be interested in talking about it and getting them on. Some people are better than others. The people that promote the stuff that we do are my favorite people because it's one of two things. The content can stand alone on its own. Like for example, my expulsion from BYU Idaho one that's content that you don't need to promote and people are just gonna like that was a word of mouth one people are just like yeah hey, I shared this with with my mom I shared this with my sister I shared this with whoever it was my husband so those ones just grow organically on their own and then you have other ones that if people aren't sharing them we're not getting a uh, great return as far as people listening to it and that's one thing that I'm I brag about a lot to people because it is something that I'm really proud of. No matter how many friends people have made in their lives, this platform has already given them more people listening to them than at least all the people that maybe, except for Kevin maybe, because Kevin's, 
I believe Kevin has spoke at like conferences and whatnot. Mm, I'm trying to think of other people that that might not apply, but even then, it's a much more broad audience than oh, I'm at this conference speaking to X type of people. So that's the thing that I'm most proud of. Tons of people that I don't know listen to the podcast. Most definitely, a majority of the people that listen to the podcast, they don't know the other voices on the other side. I do realize with me, it's a majority of people that listen know me or have met me at some point in my life. But there are people that are starting to listen that, because just just so everyone knows, uh, SoundCloud provides really great information on people <laughs> as far as data goes. Uh, and there's a lot of people like, I don't know who you are, which makes me go, you're either a bot uh, and then I'll like investigate to see if they're a real person with a real life. <laughs> it's really creepy, but I'm that narcissistic where I just want to know. I don't want fake numbers that just inflate my ego. I want to be having some sort of impact on people. So what's your favorite part about it? That, being, that's like, probably just, like my favorite yeah. part. That would probably be my favorite part. I think... Uh, this has been more of a therapy for me than anything. Like I've never told, I said this, the specifically the expulsion story to its 100% truthfulness ever. I always embellish certain things to make me the martyr and victim in it. When there was a lot of things that I did wrong in the process. Granted, I understand that a lot of people are like, well, yeah, but the, the adults that were in that situation totally didn't understand that you're teenagers. But ultimately I'm 100% in violation of the honor code. I should be expelled, whatever, whatever you want to say. Like, I could have handled the entire situation a lot better and not had to get to that point. But I, another one of my favorite episodes, and so two episodes got a lot of feedback. And when I say a lot of feedback, like every now and then someone will be like, oh, I like this one that you did, or I like this one. But when I get like 10 to 15 to 20 different people talking about it, that's when I know it was a successful topic. So me getting expelled and then like our anniversary one, where I think we just, do we just like, just start doing like, like, hey, all right, let's see how, let's talk about our relationship over the last six years. And that one got a lot of people, well, because I think we did a good job of maintaining a balance of like, talking about the struggles and not getting too deep into the details to make people uncomfortable, but just letting people know like there is no perfect relationship and anyone that says there is, is a liar. <laughs> like, I don't, do you feel just, like, like you were it, too honest in any of the episodes? Do I or, feel like I was? Yeah. Or do you no. wish you were more honest in some of them? I don't know. Because you like the some, ones yes. that you're really honest in, I feel like you get the most feedback. Well, so it's like you're more honest in them than you would get more feedback from people. I think the the reason that I'm not super honest in some is more the protection of the person on the other side of the microphone. I don't care. If I get if I ever get fired from my current employment because of something that I say on my podcast that's listened to by literally less than two hundred people, if that, I'm okay with that. Like it doesn't like that's really petty of your company if they do that, especially because most of my topics are fairly benign. I think the most offensive thing I've said so far, and this was corrected by Milan, was when I said the gay community. If the most offensive thing that I ever say is the gay community and not the LG, LGBTQ community or what, however they want to be referenced, let me know. Anybody that's listening, more than happy to make those changes so that I'm 
referring to everybody how they properly want to be referred to, I think I'm doing a pretty good job because there's not really not, I don't feel like I say anything too controversial as far as like, because I'm not an idiot. Like I'm not someone who's just trying to get, I'm, I'm not going to get people entertained with shock. That's not never going, I want to entertain people by having, not that I even think I'm that deep of a thinker. I'm not that smart of a person. I am really smart compared to a lot of people. I do know that, but I'm not that smart, if that makes sense. I, I'm starting to recognize that's what's been really nice about the podcast. Like there's so many things I don't know, don't understand. What I do know and think I understand is just a very small percentage of all the things that can be known. It's been a very humbling thing, but has also made me grow in my narcissism and arrogance. <laughs> like it's been both. But uh, for example, like I'm not going to say specifics and try to keep it somewhat anonymous. Like a person that was on my podcast was investigated investigated for things that they talked about on the podcast at work. I'm not going to say that either. It was an organization is all that I will say. It was an organization that looked into this person to see if they were in good standing, I guess might be a good way of saying it. That's just crazy to me. That's when I, that's when I knew I'd made it. Even though there's only 200 people listening of those, of those 200, I got somebody's attention to, I'm sure some people are being like, well, this is why I'm so like nervous to post or whatever, because like, I don't want to lose my job. There is nothing that has ever been talked about on my podcast that would ever result in somebody losing their position. But that's been the hardest. That's another hard thing is basically I feed off of the numbers, which sounds terrible and super narcissistic. I've said narcissistic like six times now because that is exactly what a podcast is. If you don't have some form of narcissism and you're doing a podcast, that 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 person just doesn't exist. Like People make a podcast because they want people listening to their opinion. And I, I totally recognize that's why I do it. Also, hopefully to kind of make the world, like I want to make the world a better place, but I realize that people are still going to make their choices regardless of whatever I talk about. But people that don't promote podcast that they've been on has actually made me want to I'm like all right cool you're never going to be on again have you gotten any feedback from people on how to change your podcast in a better way or yeah and that annoys me honestly oh okay it annoys me because like yeah get feedback why it annoys me is just like I'm never your feedback that you're giving me is not going to get me 1,000 people listening. It's not going to get me 2,000 people listening. Like what you, the feedback that most people give is very nitpicky little things that is more like within the production value of it. And so it's just like, yep, I, it's one of those things I don't have the time or money investment. And sometimes I just want to be like, would you be willing to do that for me for free? And generally the response is no. Or it's yes, but they can't get the turnaround time that I need. Like, well, I need this episode like in within the next two weeks. Oh, yeah, I don't know if I have time for that. Yes, because it takes a long time to do all of this stuff. Like the, the recommendations that people give them, it's like, no, it's just I, I know that I could figure out how to do it. But I just want to turn on the mic, start talking, and then get my points of view out, edit it really quickly, and then post it because there are a lot of things that would make it easier, but I've already spent so 250 on mics, <laughs> however much these stupid connect the adapter connectors are. 
Um, what else did I spend money on? The hosting was like $200. What are you pointing at? The pop thing? The, the pop, pop screen? Thing came with something. I think oh, it came okay. with one of the microphones, but I never use it. So, <laughs> so if anyone's looking for a pop filter, can't wait for that. You should use a pop filter, Alex. Yeah, yeah. I should use a pop filter. <laughs> pop filter on your face. <laughs> but yeah, people get feedback. More than happy, like, <laughs> I think that my favorite feedback though is like when people just say, oh, I don't like, I didn't like this episode. This was a boring episode or whatever it may be. Because most of the time when they tell me, it's usually episodes that I agree about. Like, yeah, that wasn't at all. I agree. That wasn't an entertaining episode at all. So what makes a good podcast? Like, what's the recipe for it? Like people, Dude, topics, people, people or want time you to get, frame. People want you to get super personal. So that's why our two are the most popular one. So expelled talking about our relationship are the two most popular one, not just in like listenership, but also just in people talking to me about it afterwards. And what was the other part of your question? Oh, what else do people like? Or like self-deprecating. So this is going to be a very poor reflection of my audience. People love when I say something stupid or I talk about how like, I don't know, like how bad of a person I am or whatever it may be. Or if we talk about a person, like if we're like bashing on somebody, which we very rarely do on the podcast, but also how to stuff does really well. So like the, how to start a band one did really well. I'm trying to think of what other ones did particular the educational ones where I don't have much insight into it. So like the Alzheimer's one did really, really, really well. But I just don't have enough friends that have that type of know-how to, to ch- and like Kevin, the thing with Kevin is Kevin is also super entertaining. So he knows not only how to deliver the information to people, but how to deliver it in a way that is digestible for them. So I do have friends that are super smart and I do have like siblings who are super smart. But they would not, I've listened to them before, and they would not be able to deliver it in a way that people would find entertaining. There's a reason that Kevin has a lot of friends and a lot of people that listen to him, and other people I know don't have any friends or people that listen to them. And all it has to do with, people get up and pontificate as opposed to informing with entertainment involved in it. So... Thanks, Kevin. Love to have you on again. It's unfortunate that you moved to Arizona. I guess it could have been worse. You could have moved to Boston, which is much, much farther away. So does this give you ideas for next year's topics? Yeah, here's what sucks, though, too. Is like I'm much busier now. Like in So when I started the podcast, I was kind of low on the totem pole at work. I'm still low on the totem pole. I don't want to make it sound like I'm some sort of influencer for my company or what but in the last year I've been promoted twice so I'm now at a point that I need to be on my game for work and ensure that I'm doing a good job there and I and you've noticed it like the things that I like I just like coming home and watching easily digestible entertainment going to bed waking up working out and going back to work right now once I get into like a flow of figuring out my life oh and another thing too is we're doing the podcast still, but without doing the podcast. We've been very frequently making food for people, visiting people, getting to know people better, but not 
involving the podcast like I had been before. Like, hey, let's we'll come over and do dinner and do a podcast or whatever it is. And the reason that I kind of stopped doing that is because when you say let's do dinner and a podcast, it's very forced and there's not a good topic. So it's never good to force a topic. That's something that I've learned. All that being said, topics like there's a few that I'm really interested in in talking about. I'd really like to talk with somebody who's had kids and tell them why they should stop. Like those are, I kind of, I guess I kind of did that with my parents. I really enjoy doing the ones that are very therapeutic for me. So there's a few that I want to do, but there's people that I've been asking like, hey, will you do this with me that are... Not that they're not interested in it. They're like, I don't know if I'm knowledgeable to talk about that. Like health-related stuff, I really want to do. But I'm starting to get to a point with health stuff where I just talk crap. <laughs> I talk crap on everybody that can't. Like, just like, you don't have, you have no self-worth and you have no self-motivation. You're an embarrassment, uh, especially because like of where I've gone. That's another thing that this podcast has been great for is keeping me accountable to a lot of stuff. So... Since starting the podcast, I've lost 30 pounds. So we went from like 185 to now I'm like between 150 and 155. And I'm going to have to maintain that because I did my goals podcast with Aaron and then I did one with Sheila. That, that That's another thing I like about the podcast. Like I, can, I can't go back because it's going to be like, oh, you're talking about how hard it was or whatever. And now you've already like slipped back into it. So it's like a huge motivating factor. So I run seven miles a day really, really fast just so I don't gain the weight from all the delicious food I like eating. I kind of want to do more travel podcasts, but I also don't think people like those a lot. Why not? Like they did, they do okay. So what have I done? I did Austin. Well, I know why, because the people who are on them don't share them. But another part is I think a lot of people have gone to these places and I haven't figured out a way of taking the discussion to like a super informational podcast that provides a lot of context for people if they want to go visit Europe or if they want to go visit whatever. I feel like those ones come across more braggy than anything. Like I did this, you haven't done this. And then there's people who are like, well, I've already been to Austin or I've already been to London or I've already been to Barcelona. But I think the reason that those ones don't succeed as much has more to do with people don't share them that have been on those podcasts because these people that I have on are avid travelers and people are interested in their, in their travel stories, but they don't know that they happened because they, people don't share them with people. Well, is there anything else you'd want to share? I definitely need to get back into it. Why is it hard just because it takes so long? scheduling stuff like hey what time can you come over and what time can you do this type stuff is annoying because i my schedule is so open and so i'm just like trying to plan out in a few weeks and that's one thing that sucks if you plan out in a few what you need for a lot of subjects that i want to do is i want to record it today and i want to get it live today because there's a lot of pop culture social issues that the 
underlying content of it can live forever, even though the specific example is fleeting. So like you can talk about Donald Trump or you can talk about Nancy Pelosi. You can talk about whatever it is that you want, the the government shutdown. There's going to be underlying topics that are ubiquitous for the rest of time. But in the moment, it's just like, unfortunately, the government shutdown happened during the holidays. And so no one was super available at that time. And honestly, like I get to a point where I'm like the people that I'd like to do these on, do these podcasts with, I have to make sure that any time I'm putting into it is somehow duplicated by the people who come on as well. I I, I don't want to keep giving people this free platform to be on for all of my listeners when they provide zero listeners to me because they're unwilling or whatever to to post it because I put and I feel like I've been pretty upfront with a lot of people about this like I hope this doesn't come across as like oh this was Alex's passive aggressive way of like complaining like if you're not willing to share it that just shows me that you don't think the content's valuable because why else would you do it and then if the content's not valuable what does that say about me like my opinion isn't valuable your opinion isn't valuable so why even do it is kind of how I feel about that. Why are we putting, well, why are you, here's the thing though too, like for a lot of people, it's just like, oh, I just have to get on and talk for an hour. Great. Like that's a very low time investment. They don't realize the time investment that I'm putting into it. So I'm just like, I'm kind of like get to a point where I'm like, yeah, well, screw you. We can continue to be friends and we can talk in whatever platforms you want to talk, but like here on here on podcast timeout, which probably sounds really, really petty of me, but I put a lot of work into this and I do it for free. And the response would be like, well, yeah, but those people who come on are doing it for free too. Kind of. I usually compensate people in some way or another, whether it be through food, gifts or whatnot. I don't know. Like it's very, it's very beneficial to be my friend because I treat my fr- friends very, very well. Well, especially as I continue to grow, learn and mature that about what people like and what people don't like. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's next. Do you like it? This could be the last episode. (laughs) Do you like it when people reach out to you and volunteer to be on your podcast? Or does it happen? No one ever volunteered. I think Jared might be the only person who's ever volunteered. And that just, that volunteering came out a really bad time. He's like, hey, I got three weeks during winter break. So I could do some podcasts. Now, there's not a whole lot of people that reach out and say that they want to be on the podcast. Most everybody, and this is what's kind of annoying. Like most everyone wants to remain anonymous. It's not annoying. I take that back. I understand that there are circumstances that would preclude you from wanting to be out in the public forum talking about stuff but most all feedback is private through private messages I get dms a lot in instagram on my personal account also in the whatchamacallit account and on it oh man this just came to my mind the real big reason that I was just like f this was there was a podcast that I did with, I won't say the people's names because I don't want them to feel bad, but if they listen to this, they'll know who they are. So don't feel bad. I'm not saying a big reason that I haven't been going as hard as I did a podcast that was awesome. It was probably me at my peak interviewing skills. 
like I did a stellar job of interviewing on that one and the content was awesome. And then I was like, Hey, can you send me the audio recording? The person's audio recording had frozen about five minutes in. And so we didn't have any of their audio to use. I learned a lesson from that, that you should never have anybody record on their phone. They should always be recording on their computer because it's less likely that their computer is going to, to break or whatnot. But that was a really, that was back in like November, December, I think. It's whenever I got the oil changed. <laughs> I remember, it was such a traumatic experience. I remember everything that I did that day. Oh my goodness. So it would have been right after the car, it was right after the car, uh, died whenever that was November. but that one that one really because it's just like man that was so good people are going to love this and now it's just gone as if it never happened and there's going to be no way to replicate that emotion i mean i know that there is a way to replicate it you just have to give it time so if i wait like a year to do another one with them we could get the same quality from it but you can't you can't just, all right, it's been a month. Let's try to get all of that love, passion, and emotion that we had in that podcast again. So that was a really big blow. I don't think I did. I don't think I've done. I did the goals podcast since then. But those are the only two since then that I've even been remotely interested in doing. That sucked. Oh, there's so many. So many. Oh, there's another one. There's Technical difficulties suck, man. They can really screw stuff up. But I'm sure I'll come up with some more ideas of things to do. And I'm always like, welcome to, I don't know. I'll tell you what, if you give me feedback, I'm probably not going to listen to it for the most part because you have no idea what you're talking about. No offense, anyone listening. <laughs> <laughs> have you done a podcast before? It's not, it's not, it's not hard, but it's also not easy. It's like somewhere in the middle there's a lot that goes into it. There are decisions that are made purely based on a time commitment standpoint. Like you could, you could say like, Hey, like that sound quality on your Vietnam one, that was really bad. I know. I know it was really bad. Okay. Well, I just want, but it was really bad. I know. I still, I still understand that the quality on that one was bad. Well, can you change that? Nope, I cannot. I can only learn from it and move forward and try to make sure that never happens again, which that bad of quality has never happened again. But the Vietnam podcast, that one had really bad sound. I know. <laughs> like, it's the same person. Like the same person. I was like, I know it was bad. I'm sorry. Remember, this is free. I'm giving you this for free, and I'm never going to charge anybody for it. So that's the part. And then people get mad. They're like, well, I'm not going to. Yeah, I know it's free, and you just lost you just lost yourself a free paying customer. Correct. <laughs> I did lose myself a free paying customer. Funny. Oh, but to that point, if people have like topic ideas of things they'd be interested in hearing about or having me like I don't know, it sounds weird. Like people who are interested in my opinion on certain things, feel free to reach out. But I think moving forward, a lot of the stuff that I'm going to be doing is going to be very personal and dark. It's, people love a people love a comeback story. Are you planning on doing any controversial topics? Or are you going to steer clear from those? I feel like I talk about controversial topics. I mean, I just 
I talk about controversial topics in a very uncontroversial way, I guess. Like, which one uh, Sheila and I did on the pizza or the cake? Like, the the guy who finally won his court case. That, um, I forget the story right now. Who wouldn't make cake for gay couples yeah. for their weddings. I still have that exact same opinion. Dude's a douche. Like, that guy's a, a scumbag for not wanting to to do cakes for people, but there's always, I don't know. And I, I go back to, this is white, straight Alex male who will never have to deal with any of this in his life, most likely. So it's kind of pretentious for me to say like, yeah, so whenever it happens, I know that I'm just going to have to take it because odds are it's not going to happen. But I still hold a very similar opinion on that. Like, just go. Cake's overrated anyways, man. Like, wedding cakes are so expensive. If you want to talk about the, I think Katie and I spent less than $1,000 on our wedding. So maybe don't have a cake. Maybe don't have a wedding because it's a waste of money. Well, I really want to have my wedding. I really want to have it. Weddings are stupid. Weddings are so dumb. All you're doing is throwing money away. But it's the only way to get gifts. No, once again, wrong. You could probably still get gifts and get married and not have a wedding. Are the gifts going to be as great? I don't know. Maybe they'll be worse. It's it's 100% the... Uh, it's going off on a tangent. Classic Alex tangent. It's, it's, it's one of those classic... Your narcissistic needs outweigh rationality i understand it because i had a wedding and everything but once again our wedding cost one thousand dollars if that how much was your dress again four hundred four hundred dollars that was probably the highest expense and flowers actually no we spent no my parents paid my mom paid for flowers maybe we should save this for a different episode weddings are dumb People who want to have fairy tale weddings are stupid. I was still happy with our cheap wedding. I was too, but we could have saved a thousand dollars. We didn't get we didn't get uh, expensive rings. Like nothing that we did was expensive. It's great. Guess who doesn't have debt? We don't. Guess who has an awesome savings? We do. Why? Because we're not idiots and we don't spend money on stupid stuff. Food's fleeting, but it gives me nourishment. I still have the fat from whatever I ate in New York three years ago. Take that. <laughs> then some scientist gets on. Well, that's actually not true. Your body has probably changed in the last three years. Yeah, whatever. But I don't know. Like I said, if anyone has any ideas, feel free to reach out. I'm always open to... I'm, all, I'm also open to criticism. I'm just not going to listen to it. I don't know if that makes me not open to criticism. Like, If you want to criticize the podcast, feel free go ahead, but literally this is just to ensure that I never need to go on depression or anxiety medication. That's that's all this podcast has been. Like, if there's anything, and I might be wrong making this comparison, but last year was probably the best year of my entire life as far as, like, mental health, physical health, emotional health. Are mental and emotional health the same? I always hate when people... Like, I... I continue to see very, very unhappy people who have, who allegedly should be very happy based on 
the things that they're doing in their life and the things that they're telling me, but it's very honest. It's very obvious that you are in fact not happy. Anyways, tangent again. So that's one reason that I want to keep doing it. But you know, there's probably a a point that I'll get to where I'll be like, man, maybe I have talked about everything that I need to talk about to be 100% good from a mental health and physical health standpoint. I don't know what else there is for me to talk about really. Because I'm perfect. Just kidding. <laughs> Are those all the questions you had? Yep. I think I got all my, my anger out in that one. As far as all the things that I wanted to make sure that I mentioned. I shaved my beard in case anyone was wondering. <laughs> so the the logo isn't exact anymore, but it'll be back. Don't worry. I just wanted to see how skinny my face was. Spoiler alert, it was very skinny. I have a very long skinny neck. Look like a look like a bronch bronchiosaurus. <laughs> Man, I have had so many people on this podcast. I just bronchiosaurus just reminded me of the dinosaur one that I did with Foss. Christopher. Christopher Foss. I should start getting more and more people. And I, I think that's another thing I like too is even though I don't know if other people like this, I like doing just regular normal people, like if people who are my friends. I'd be interested in doing regular people who aren't my friends too that have like interesting stories or whatnot because I don't know. I could be totally wrong. Feel free to write in to we want to talk about it now and let me know this. But I – maybe Joe Rogan, but all of Joe Rogan's friends are famous. I don't know anyone who's just like, hey, friends – Let's just get together and do a podcast. Hey, friends and family, let's let's do this. Like, generally speaking, podcasts are. Oh, you know, it'd be great for the podcast actually is if if there's any prisoners out there who've been convicted of murder, wrongfully, I would love for you to get in touch with me because people seem to love that. <laughs> so I would love. Maybe I need to start serial killing too. I think Please people. Don't. People, no. that's what people are, those are the stupid podcasts that people enjoy listening to. They love hearing murder stories and I have no idea why. You know what a murder story is going to help you do? Nothing. Is it going to make the world a better place? No, it's not going to be, I didn't listen to Serial and I'm like, you want to know what? Now I'm going to be a better person. Maybe, maybe it made me look at the, but even so, I don't even know if Algernon, what's the dude's name? Algernon, flowers for Algernon. That's totally wrong. Anyan. Anyan? I don't, I don't know remember. what the dude's it name is. It was a long time ago. Uh, I guess like the judicial system is corrupt. Is that what we're supposed to learn from this? And then you have other what I don't know. Like people really love stupid, well-crafted stories. If you really think about it, that is a stupid, well-crafted story. It's interesting at most. Not a whole lot of substance there. It's ultimately about a murderer. If I had to guess, that dude probably did it. Probably, give me a, give me another. I, I don't know. The, this this is all stemming from a conversation from last night where people are super into like serial killer, uh, kidnapping things. Oh, you guys are interested in the point one percent of things that happen ever, where in reality, like, government happens every single day. Attacks on civil rights happen every single day. But no, 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 no. People want to hear the murder podcast. Let's get, let's do. So you're hearing it here first. Alex Skinner is going to start serial killing. Or you could just talk about them. Like you could talk about the Ted Bundy tapes and how you hate that. <laughs> oh, how I hate it. I feel like I'm doing it right now. By the way, Ted Bundy was an idiot. He gave his name to people. 
at that stupid thing. Hey, I'm Ted, who drives a, a Volkswagen Bug, and he wouldn't ditch the Volkswagen Bug. Could you? Could there have been a more stupid serial killer? Oh my gosh, he just lived at a time where there was no uh, no technology that could just easily get him. Like I, there, a serial killer would have to be so super intelligent to get away with to get away with murder. Like just getting away with murder is impossible now. I feel like. And in, in, so if you like murdered back in the 70s or 80s, yes, you could get away with it the rest of your life. But anyone that murders now, good luck. Oh, actually, don't good luck. How about, here's an idea. How about people stop killing people? How about we do that? Hi, hey, everyone, how about we stop raping people too? Quit being a bunch of dicks. Gosh. Anyways, sorry. Because that's the thing that bothers me. Like people are fascinated. They want to listen to basically a story about a terrible person. I want to hear about Ted Bundy. Oh, the guy that killed 30 people? That's what you want to hear about? Yes. All right. Sounds sounds good. I think it's more of a reflection of how, how starved our society is for entertainment that will get to that point. Go out and create something. That's This is how I want to end. The, the podcast has been one of the most important things because I used to create music and I just didn't have an outlet for that anymore. I'm a 29-year-old man who should not have aspirations to be a musician. And some of you might be like, well, no, you got to have your dreams, man. No, no, no. You have to have a 401k and stability and provide for people. That's just my personal opinion. But uh, the reason that there is such a hunger and thirst for entertainment is because people aren't creating their own their own thing. To which some people will be like, well, if no one's listening to your podcast, Alex, well, then what's the point of of creating it. What if everyone just starts creating podcast? You don't have to create a podcast. There's tons and tons of different ways to, to create, which you'd be like, go out and do some service, go volunteer somewhere and don't post it online. I would love to see some people do some service where it's not a Instagram story. Oh, look, I went to the, these people don't listen to it. So I'm going to say it. I went to the, what's the, the house in Provo for uh, LGBTQ in circle. in circle, yeah. Oh, I went and volunteered in Circle again. Awesome. I, I'm. I would have never known if you didn't post this on social media. I don't know. Maybe it's giving awareness to the in Circle House, but what it's really doing is people are posting to make them uplift themselves and make themselves feel better. Go do something like that. Go volunteer. There's lots of different ways that like that. You're ultimately creating a community, cultivating a community by. Anyways, I'm off on a rant right now, so I should probably stop. But a lot of a lot of exciting stuff coming. <laughs> I should. And Katie's dead. The first murder. <laughs> you always start with somebody you know. Well, next time we have something to talk about, we hope you give it a listen. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Music, SoundCloud, and anywhere podcasts are stored. Literally anywhere. Feel free to email your comments to us at we want to talk about it now at gmail.com or comment on any of our social media platforms. Even better, leave us a written review on iTunes. We love you and always will. Remember, don't be a dick and let's keep being better.
People are heavily opinionated on fast food. Or cookies. Sheila's an alcoholic.